Greetings and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we talk with your favorite LGBTQ authors. I'm Anita Kelly, and my guest today is David S. Peterson. Hey, Dave. Hey, Anita. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well for a, for a, you know end of the work day. I'm uh, I'm ready to get going. Awesome, great, yeah. Uh, you know it's uh, only only Monday, but uh, it uh, feels like it's <laughs> could be Friday. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I think quarantine is taking its toll. Taking its toll on all of us. Yeah, yeah. So so Dave, how long have you been writing? Oh my gosh! Um, you know, as far back as I can remember, actually, Anita, um, I started with short stories when I was in school and and bad poetry. <laughs> you can read some of that on my website if you want to punish yourself sometime. Okay, uh, I'll check it out. Yeah, and uh, in high school, I joined the uh, the literary magazine staff and and wrote some short stories and poems for them too, and. Got the idea that I've always been a voracious reader, and I got the idea that I, I wanted to try writing a book. So uh, I wrote a book, uh, and when I was like a senior in high school, it was really awful. <laughs> <laughs> it pains me to even read it. And uh, but then you know I just kept writing, and uh, it was it was for me it was a form of therapy. It was it was a way to to uh, for escapism you know get me out of my real life which sometimes was okay sometimes wasn't so okay but uh, my fantasy world's always been a happier place so uh, yeah it so, yeah. usually is right yeah right exactly <laughs> so yeah i've i've been writing as long as i can remember actually oh that's awesome and what what was your first book about can you remember Really bad one. Yeah, the really bad one. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, yes, it was. Uh, it was about two very wealthy brothers, and it opens on the eve of their father's funeral. And uh, the one, the one brother discovers that he's gay, and the other brother has trouble dealing with it. And the older brother decides to get married anyway, even though he's gay. And it's just all this. All this uh, this drama is very. It was very uh, Knots Landing, Dallas, and and uh, Dynasty rolled into one. <laughs> wow, <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was something. <laughs> <laughs> have Have you ever thought about like, you know, tweaking it and, uh, you know, yeah, maybe? It a, yeah. If I run out of other ideas, maybe I'll go back and okay. revisit. Them. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely has potential. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might. We'll see. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, when did you publish your first book? Uh, my first book, which was Death Comes Darkly, uh, that got published about six years ago uh, through Bold Strokes Books. And I had written it uh, actually several years prior, but it took a very long time to find a publisher. Um, I, I was at it for about five years before I found Bold Strokes and sent them a query letter and still remember the day that, that they accepted it. I was at my old job at my desk and I saw the email come through. I didn't even want to open the email because I'd been, I was having a decent day and I didn't want anything to spoil it because I just knew it was going to be another rejection. <laughs> and then when I finally opened it, I'm like, oh my God. 
then you want to publish my book. So it was very exciting. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is very cool. So it's one it, of those you'll never forget. Oh, I'll bet not. I'll bet. That's like, that's exciting. Especially, you know, after, you know, receiving, I'll say, rejection letters from folks, you know. Oh, lots and lots of them, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So have you always been with Bold Strokes then? Yep. Um, Bold Strokes is, is my, my publisher. Um, I've been really happy with them. They've been terrific to work with. I feel like part of the family. So it's, uh, it, they've been really good. Oh, that's so cool. That is really great. Um, so tell us about this death series because death comes darkly, <laughs> right? Is, is that's the, what started it. That's, the, that's what got it started. And, yeah. and so before, before you get into that, where did you get these ideas from? Where did you get? Uh, from a dark place in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, thinking about a little murder, at least, you know, fictionally wise. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I've always been a fat, I've always been fascinated with the 1940s. All my books are set in the forties and that period of time for me has always been amazing. Um, I, I always watched the old movies. I always read the old books. I was a huge Agatha Christie fan. I love, uh, love the Thin Man series. Yes. Asta the dog. Yes. Myrtleoy, William Powell, Asta. Yep. So all that good stuff. And especially Agatha Christie, I started reading her stuff and she's a, she's an amazing, you know, prolific author. And I thought, wow, I would love to, uh, I would love to do something like that and, and uh, see if I could. So that's how kind of how I got started. That's so cool. Uh -huh. I, Agatha yeah. Christie's a genius in my book. Oh, yep, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, we just finished uh, 13 seasons of Poirot. Oh, yes. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the very final one? No, I missed it. Oh. it don't tell me. <laughs> I won't tell you. I won't tell you. I definitely will not tell you. Um, wow. So what, what do you like specifically? What do you like about the 1940s? What are you drawn to? You know, I think it was just, um, I don't think it really was a simpler way of life, but it seems like it was a simpler way of life. I love the way people dressed, uh, yeah. you know, they were styling. I, yeah. I've got a fedora, you know, I, I love to dress up. People always say I'm overdressed, but I think, you know, I don't think there's any such thing as being overdressed. So, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, um, yeah, I love the music. I've got a huge collection of 1940s big band songs, wow. you know, Dorks Day and Les Brown and yeah. all good stuff. You know, it's just, it was just a charming era. All the, all the musicals and the movies. And of course, you know, they all made it look glamorous and fabulous. And so that's kind of what, kind of what drew me to it. Very cool. You would love, I have a box collection of big band music. Oh really? Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original original LPs. Oh my god, that's awesome. Original vinyl, I guess. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So that's so cool. Great. So do you uh do you dress up then and, and wear a, a linen suit and tie for tennis matches? <laughs> <laughs> uh if I went to a tennis match, then you know I very well possibly could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But so, yeah, especially for all my book launches, I always wear uh, a suit and tie with a, a vintage tie, 1940s tie, and, and my fedora. So. Oh, cool. Very yeah. cool. So tell us about the Death Series. Tell us like, yeah. about it. Yeah. 
They're all well. They all have the same character, Heath Barrington, and he is—he's a better version of me. You know, he's—he's he's smarter. He's—he's uh, he's much a much better dresser. He's got a fabulous wardrobe. Uh, he's <laughs> certainly a lot better looking. So he's—he's—he's he's, he's like my my alter ego in, in all the good sense. Uh, he's the detective, so okay. he's in all, all of the books, and he's got a love interest named Alan Keyes, who's a police officer. Uh, and together, yeah, they solve the murders. And, and the main focus of all my books is the murder mystery. Um, you know, he's just a, he's a detective. He's not a gay detective. He's a detective who happens to be gay. Okay. That's how I like to explain it. So, um, okay. yeah, it, they all take place in uh, nineteen in the nineteen forties, and Death Comes Darkly is the first one, and it just kind of carries through. Uh, sort of like you know, like Poirot. Uh, he's the character, but every time it's a different story. That's so cool. Um, it really is. And and so is Alan Keyes uh, someone's alter ego? <laughs> well, my my husband's name is Alan. I thought uh, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's definitely modeled a little bit on uh, on my husband. But uh, Alan Keyes, the the police officer, is you know he's younger for one thing, and and he's a little more naive and a little more innocent than my husband is. So okay. But, uh, they're both fabulous guys. <laughs> That's cool. So, um, when you started with Death Comes Darkly, was that going to be like a standalone, or did you always intend to write a series? You know, when I first wrote it, it was it was definitely a standalone book. Um, but when it got published, I thought, you know, I think this has potential for another book. And then I wrote, so I wrote Death Goes Overboard. And I was like, wow, I can, I can keep this going. So, yeah, so then it went on to Death Checks In, Death Takes a Bow, uh, Death Overdue is the latest one that just came out. So, um, so yeah, it's, I didn't expect it to be a series. I certainly never, I never dreamed I'd get published in the first part. Any. <laughs> uh -huh. After all those rejections, I thought, okay, this is never going to happen. But, you know, I, I guess they say never give up, and it's true, so... So, so there is a, a more recent release. Yeah, it just just came out uh, in uh, July. It's Death Overdue is the most recent one, and that it takes place partly in a library in the 1940s. And uh, there's a little connection there because my husband is a retired librarian. So, uh -huh. uh, yes, uh -huh. <laughs> he helps me tremendously with research. So, oh, that's awesome. Does he really yeah. for real? He really does, because well, you know, when you're writing about the '40s or any historical time period, there's so much research that's got to be done to, to try to get all the little details right. So, yeah, yeah, he's a he's a big help in that regard. Oh, that's fabulous. That's nice. So, yeah. is that why you named the character after him? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I had to. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you have any like? Death Overdue came out in July, and and will there be more? Oh yeah, um, we actually just picked up um, my sixth book, which is Death's Prelude, and that will be out in uh, February of 2021. That is interesting in that it's actually a prequel to the rest of the books. So um, the first five books were all take place in 1947. And Death's Prelude takes place in 1937, so it's 10 years earlier when Heath is fresh out of college, and him and his aunt, as a graduation present, 
because uh, she's fairly wealthy, even during the Depression. She takes him on the Queen Mary, the original Queen Mary that was launched in 36, and they sail to England, and they meet uh, a very interesting um, baron and, uh, and are get invited to his estate, his spooky old English estate for the weekend. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah, it's kind of fun. So, it was a fun right. So all of these, they take place in the United States except for that one? Yep, they all take place in the United States, uh, most of them in and around the Wisconsin area, although Death Checks In takes place in Chicago, and the very first book was uh, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. So Okay, all right, great. I didn't know there was so much crime in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately for Heath Barrington, detective on the go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, do you or have you ever considered a standalone uh, novel not related to Heath and Allen? Absolutely. Um, uh, I'm working, actually, I'm writing, I'm kind of working on three books right now. Uh, I'm working on a seventh in the series, and then I'm working on a separate detective story that, that does not involve Heath and Allen and actually involves a female detective who's actually uh, heterosexual. And then I, I do have an idea in the back of my head for uh, and kicking around um, a standalone kind of drama, sort of like that first terrible book I wrote, but not quite. So. Oh, wow. So you have three things going at once here. That's uh, Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how do you keep them straight? Ba-dum-bum. Ba-dum-bum. Uh, <laughs> It's challenging sometimes, but, you know, I'll focus, you know, I, I write as, as I'm inspired to do so and when I have time to do so. And and uh, I'll, right now I'm focusing on the seventh one in the series, which I haven't even proposed to Bold Strokes books yet. So I don't know if they'll pick that one up or not, but that's my focus right now. But, but when I run into writer's block on that one, then I'll switch over to one of the other two and and then uh, my creative juices get flowing in that, and then sometimes that ends up drawing me back to the other one. So, yeah, I do go back and forth, but so far it hasn't been too bad. Okay, so is that how you work with writer's block then, is to just transition between books? Yep, transition between books or just walk away from all of them all, all together for a while. But that doesn't usually work because then I lay in bed at night and I just, <laughs> oh just churns and churns and churns. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be hard to drop something midway and just let it go. So. It yeah, uh, there's been times when I've gotten up at two or three in the morning and you know started jotting stuff down. So yeah, it yeah. So uh, your seventh one is coming out, and and that's six, a, that's six a, that's six. Six is six, coming out. Yep. Oh, six, six one's coming out, but you're working on the seventh one. Yep. Okay. And and that's Heath and Alan also, right? The sixth book, uh, they're, they're, Alan is not in the sixth book because this is that pre Oh, this is pre-Alan. Okay. Yes, yes. So you find out a lot of the backstory on Heath as to some of his idiosyncrasies and where they came from. So I had a lot of fun writing that, actually. Oh, that's cool. That's really neat. Yeah. That must have been... Um, I'm thinking like you have a well-developed character in Heath. 
So to go back and, you know, put it all together for people, this is this is how he became the person he is, must have been right. like a really, um, I don't know, a great exercise, you know? It was it was so much fun. It was one of one of my favorite books to write um, because you know a lot of the, a lot of people have been asking, and part of the reason I did it was people would ask me like like Heath drinks a martini with a pickle, so people always ask, where did that come from? How did he start doing that? Uh, so the, in the in the prequel book, which will be out in February, that explain it gets explained as to how that became and lots of other little things too. So it was fun. Oh, that is fun. That's great. Yeah. So, so Dave, has your life changed since becoming a published author? And um, <laughs> if it has, how has it? You know, I think my life is always changing. Whether or not I'm a published author or not, everybody's is. Uh, thankful, I, and thankfully, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. better, sometimes worse. But being a published author certainly uh, got me introduced and got me to got to meet so many wonderful people. Um, I've got to meet a lot of the Bold Strokes books people and, and a, a lot of the other authors uh, through going to conferences back when we could do those things. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like forever ago. Seems like forever ago. And I was, I was fortunate enough that um, two of my books were nominated for the Lambda Literary Awards. And uh, I got to go to the first one. The second one was canceled because of COVID. But so I got to meet some, some amazing people there too, which... Had I not been a published author, that never would have happened. So in that respect, I can't think of anything better than, than meeting some terrific uh, and talented and creative uh, other people uh, through, through writing. It's just been a, a tremendous experience. Oh, that's so cool. That's, that's a really uh, nice, nice experience to have, you know, when you can relate it to people and relationships and, you know. Totally. Absolutely. So... Tell me which book uh, was up for the the Lammy Award. Ah, uh, well, the the first one was Death Checks In. That was the one set in Chicago, and then uh, the one that came out last year or was a year before, Death Takes a Bow, was also up for a Lambda. Uh, and I'm hoping that Death Overdue gets nominated uh, for next year's awards, but you know, I'll have to wait and see. Wow, that's fantastic! Awesome. Are have you been nominated for other awards as well? Uh, Death Goes Overboard was chosen by the uh, Rainbow Literary Association for their for their library council, uh, oh. so that was pretty pretty exciting. Um, but yeah, so uh, we'll see what happens. I just you know I, I write for the fun of it, and the fact that people like it or seem to like it and read it is just a plus, and and the awards are. Certainly icing on the cake if uh, just to be nominated is is a huge, huge thrill. Yeah, yeah, that is. I mean, the, the Lambda Awards are really prestigious. Uh, and, you know, you're in a good group of people. Like, uh, the competition is, is high. Um, oh, tremendous amount of talent. Yeah, tremendous. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. That really is. So um, what do you do when you're not... Uh, when you're not writing or working <laughs> or sleeping or eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those things. <laughs> well, uh, my husband and I lo love to, to do a lot of walking um, and traveling when we can. I mean, that's all been put on hold, but we do love to travel and, and we feel like we got to do that while we can, you know, while we're young enough and fit enough to do it. 
Um, I think we also like to work out. Um, I also do a lot of architectural drawings and floor plans and stuff. That's, and I, I love to tie that into my writing because I love to create the spaces in my books. So for example, my third book, Death Checks In, it's set in a fictitious, fictitious Chicago hotel. So I, in my CAD architect program, I designed the entire hotel. <laughs> cool. Was and, that in the book? Uh, the hotel is in the book, but the plans aren't. Um, but they're on my website. So okay. anybody, anybody who goes to my website, you can see the floor plans for Heath's apartment and Alan's apartment and different other locations because that's one of my hobbies. I can, I can spend hours designing uh, buildings and floor plans. Oh, that's so much fun. Do you like HGTV? <laughs> Oh, my word, yes. Yeah. Yeah, right, right now I've been watching, uh, oh, it's a mother-daughter team. I can't remember the name, but they do some amazing work, too. So they're all fun. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I know, like, some novels that I've read, they they will have, like, the floor plan, like, right in the front of the book, you know, like right yep. on the back of the title page or something, you know. I know. And, and I've noticed Agatha Christie's done that sometimes, too. So uh, yeah. I should probably incorporate a couple into my books because they are yeah. Why not? Why not? Absolutely. That will be fun, definitely. So um, is writing like your primary career or do you have another career interest or do you do this part time? How, how does that work for you? Um, you know, for most of my writing career, it was it was a secondary thing because I was always working a full time job. Mm -hmm. um, and then my my previous job. The company I was working for went out of business. They went bankrupt. So oh. I had a hard time finding another full-time job in my in my interest. So I went to part-time, and then when COVID hit, that ended. So at the moment, uh, writing is my primary gig. Wow. Okay. <laughs> we'll see what happens when uh, you know, when hopefully when COVID's behind us, we, I might pick something else up. But yeah. But yeah. for now, this is, this is it. And and that's fine. I enjoy doing it. And it, it certainly gives me a lot more time to write. So that's nice, too. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you're getting joy out of it. So that's that's a plus. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yep. I'm sorry about the loss of, of your uh, part-time job, though. Yeah, I was, I was disappointed by that because it was actually a lot of fun. It was a fun job. But, um, but that's okay. Something else to come along, you know. Yep. yep. It always does, right? Yeah. I've reinvented myself multiple times, even in my, my main career. I mean, I was a training supervisor for 15 years, and then I was a uh, apartment manager for seven years, and then I was a uh, interior decorator, furniture salesman for 12 years. So, you know. Nice. Those are very different career paths. <laughs> very different, yes. Yeah. But I think that keeps life interesting is reinventing yourself as often as you can or need to. Yep, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, you, for me, I feel like, you know, I could get stagnant in, in one position doing one thing, you know. So totally. It's, yeah, it's good to move around. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So um, do you get time to read and do you like to read? Oh, I read every day, uh, every day. Um, I can't can't get enough of reading. Um, so I I do read a lot right now. I'm I'm um, proofing a book for a fellow author actually, which is fascinating. And then I'm also um, 
reading a children's book, which is interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my mind is, like I say, I go from one thing to the other and I okay. get inspiration from all different places too. Is it a uh, chapter book or a like picture book? Uh, it's more of a picture book. Okay. Um, but it's an old, it's kind of a vintage old one. So mm -hmm. it's cool. kind of fun. Oh, cool. And my, you know, my main interest has always been um, mysteries and which is partly why I got into it, writing it. So I love to pick those up as much as I can, too. But I certainly uh, like reading uh, lots of other books as well. And do you have any favorite mystery writers? Well, definitely Agatha. She she just pops right up to the top of the list. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I've done everything. I've read everything she's ever written. So oh, that's great. Uh, as far as I know. That's a uh, lot. She's really written a lot. She was very prolific. Yeah. Uh, and some were, some were, in my opinion, better than others. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, and Raymond Chandler was always fascinating to me, too. So. Okay, I'm not familiar with his work. He was kind of a hard-boiled detective kind of author. Um, so he wrote, you know, some of, like the hum some of the Humphrey Bogart movies. Okay. Like Big Sleep, stuff like that. You know, he, that was a based on Raymond Chandler books, so. Okay, yep. My detective is not that hard-boiled. <laughs> no? No, definitely not. So I like to, and I like to show the, the, the human side of my detective. I like to show that he's got flaws and that he's not perfect and that he's very, very human. So, um, so yeah, I, I definitely try to show that it that he's a real person and if he was a real person he would definitely be someone i would i would want to be friends with yeah oh that's so nice that's yeah. really <laughs> yeah. um so what advice would you give to listeners who are trying to get published um you know, many, I, I hear from our listeners and it seems like a lot of them are are budding authors and uh you know they um want to know uh, what they should be doing. And I think sure. you, you already mentioned one thing is, you know, you you were tenacious. You kept going even after, you know, a few publishers had, you know, turned you down. Absolutely. Uh, you know, definitely, if it's your passion, don't stop. I mean, you know, don't quit your day job. <laughs> That's uh, but don't stop writing. Don't stop trying to get published. And and one of the things that I found, you know, really worked was um, going to bookstores and going to libraries and looking at other books that have already been published that are in my genre and looking at who the publishers are. And then I'm like, oh, well, if they published this kind of a book, maybe they'll want to publish my book. So then I would I'd jot down their names and I'd, you know, go home and do research on what their query specifications were, and, and then I would, you know, send off a query letter because it's a lot better than, you know, sending off. If if you write if you're writing, you know, gay romance, you're you're not going to send it to a publisher that doesn't do gay romance. Right. So, right. So yeah, that that's always been one of my best tips for people is is to just keep moving, don't stop, and and then and do your research and and send off your query letters and and follow the query guidelines, you know, to the letter too, because every company is different and is looking for different things. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good advice really. Um, and, and they won't really look at it. I, I hear anyway, they won't look at, at your submissions unless you're really following their guidelines. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it just makes sense because, you know, they, they, they get lots and lots of submissions. So, you know, they have to streamline the process. So it makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, so good advice. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, um, so do you like to hear from your readers and from our listeners? Um, absolutely. And yeah. How would they go about contacting you? Um, do you have, uh, you mentioned a website. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's definitely, my website's got all my contact information. I, tr I try to make the website lots of fun. So it's got, it's got a lot of pictures. It's got all the floor plans I've created. It's got a couple puzzles. It's got some games and questionnaires. Um, and then there's definitely a, a contact me. And then there's reviews. And there's uh, pic pictures of readers' pets. So if anybody has a, a picture of their pet they want to send me and get posted on my website, I would be happy to get that. Uh, yeah, lots of fun stuff. So the website is is basically my name. So it's www.davidspeterson with a D. So it's P-E-D as in David, E-R-S-O-N.com. It looks like davidspeterson.com, but, you know, us Norwegians, we pronounce it Peterson. So, so <laughs> that's the website. Awesome. That sounds like a fun website. Did, well, thanks. Yeah. Do, do you maintain that yourself or... Um... Me and my husband, yeah, okay. he, he's uh, kind of like my, my webmaster, so he does a lot of it for me, too. But I, I created it, but he's tweaked it, and he keeps it going. So That's great. That's fun that you post, uh, you know, readers' pet pictures and uh, have puzzles and stuff. That's, that's yeah. unique, really. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I try to make it interesting, so hopefully right. it is. Hopefully it's a fun site to check out. Very cool. So that's www.davids peterson.com and that's yep. peterson with a d you got it yep, not absolutely. a t okay not a t. <laughs> awesome awesome and and uh you're on social media so they could maybe connect with you there even yep facebook and instagram yep for sure okay awesome awesome so um david do you have any parting words for our listeners today uh, definitely thank you for listening thank you for reading uh, and uh, check out my website and, and let me know what you think I would be happy to hear from all of you including you Anita check it out let me know what you think awesome I will I definitely will I um, I am looking forward to uh, reading um, I think I have Death Comes Darkly okay um, I'll have to, yeah I'll have to see if I have any others of yours but I, I haven't read them yet they're they're on my list so okay. um yeah i'll have to check those out and uh you know that's that's one of my favorite genres too uh you know oh. yeah definitely and, and old school like the 1940s yeah. Um, 30s yeah that that's fun so yeah. so too yeah all right well thanks so much dave for being with us today i really appreciate it um it was great talking to you likewise and, uh, yeah and uh we look forward to, um, what is it, Death's Prelude, right? Yep. That yep. will be coming Excellent. out. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Fantastic. So that's all the time we have for today. Um, I'm Anita Kelly, and thanks for joining. Let's talk about books, baby. And until next time, may your journey be lighthearted and peace be plenty.